I absolutely believe that Noel came through a mirror and is stuck in our world. Like that's, that's the, the Noel Fielding origin story as far as I'm concerned. Welcome to Style and Substance, a great British bake-off podcast. I'm Betsy. And I'm Ada. We're former college roommates based in Minnesota with a shared love of all things British Isles, especially commercial British biscuits. In this episode, we'll discuss the second episode of season nine of Great British Bake Off, which focuses on biscuits or cookies as we Yanks call them. Pour yourself a cup of tea, grab a plate of shortbread and settle in as Ada and I share our impressions from this biscuit week. I personally thought that for the signature bake, Brandy Snap was a good challenge. As an uneducated yank, I was like, when do they put the brandy in? Um, <laughs> it turns out um, it doesn't relate to alcohol. I mean, it comes from the word branded, which means burnt. So it just means like they're really crispy. Yeah, I can't remember who was saying it, if it was Freya or Lizzie, but it, they said like, the sugar you know um basically boils because it's so sugary and has so little flour in it that that's what causes like the trademark bubbles on in it and then Mm -hmm. like as as they pull it out of the oven and it cools those kind of pop and you get this kind of crumply texture i feel like i should maybe bake some to just to find out what the fuss is all about yeah i feel like it'd be kind of fun to try to shape them but i do feel like they Mm -hmm. don't strike me as some over-the-top delicious (laughs) So I'm kind of like, it feels like a lot of faffing about for something that I'm going to eat half of and be like, well, now we know. It seems like it'd be a good Christmas cookie. Like one of those cookies you bring on a tray to somebody's house or you put out like because they're fancy and they look nice, but you don't necessarily want to eat a bunch of them. Yeah, I had like no insight on what I would make if I had that challenge Mm because I was like, I just straight up wouldn't make these. (laughs) um i one of the notes i took was that lizzie's seemed very um inspired and she see and she seemed like she had this really sort of interesting idea about them and if she can pull it off she'd be really formidable and really show that she's got this big imagination Mm -hmm. but she didn't practice she watched harry potter instead well i can feel that but (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Yep. I mean, sometimes same. I was supposed to do something and just watch Harry Potter instead as well on several occasions, but um, it kind of lends itself to the hot mess Lizzie. Well, she kept using the word congealed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, like, yeah, I know what you mean. You know, they're very like syrupy um, apple pies. Like the filling is always really kind of um like decadent and really thick and obviously thickened but like yeah maybe it doesn't say, make for a pretty look yeah call it an apple reduction or something right. like just no one wants to eat something that's congealed even mm-hmm. if that is technically what has happened to it yeah did you catch that freya put like eight teaspoons of espresso powder in her mixture yes yes like eight Um, teaspoons (laughs) right because paul had to like pick himself up off the floor after that um (laughs) like oh i like it that way like what can that have even tasted like 
Right. And it's not just like I put in like dehydrated coffee. You put in espresso powder, which is really dark and has a big punch. So, yeah, it's like you just basically stirred in, you know, a fourth a cup of coffee grounds into your yes vegan cream there. Yes. Um, I will say, like, I was much more attracted to the the traditional rolled shape than I like mm-hmm. the cup. Um, brandy mm-hmm. snap like I've just never found that quite as appealing it definitely reminds me kind of a of a cannoli I, I put in my notes Megan's basically made a cannoli mm-hmm. <laughs> she, hers was rolled and then filled with um, cream that had black currant in it yeah I thought hers sounded really good and I was somewhat unclear of like what exactly went wrong with them Paul was pretty harsh like to the point that the other contestants were like Ugh. and I don't remember exactly what he said but it was it was pretty harsh and I think it was more that they were kind of messy and uneven if we're gonna talk messy we have to talk about George like, yeah why? George runs out of time again again I feel like what he makes is delicious, but he's certainly not like the friend that you want to rope in to make you a low budget wedding cake because that thing is not going to look good, but it'll taste True. good. Yeah. Yep. He's yeah. He's going to be like rolling it in as dinner's finishing up and right. it's going to be a mess. Yep. Things are going to be falling off of it. But And they did say that it was delicious and he had used what Paul thought was going to be a lot of mastica that ended up actually tasting really good. Mm-hmm. So I think he's he might he and lizzie might be art like duking it out for the hot mess baker you know like who's a hot mess who can pull it off and who's a hot mess who's just a hot mess um christelle uh, she kind of like skidded by in the last episode in the first episode um she seems like she's got a really cool head and is able to keep it together and she also has these kind of inspired bakes so i think christelle might be one to watch it was an interesting signature to me, it was a little strange because it's not something that I think like everyone's making. But I think if you go back and bake off history, people are certainly making brandy mm-hmm. snaps frequently, like often. Yeah. They'll be it'll be like yeah. an added element to their showstopper because it seems to like structurally work in a lot of the challenges. Like they, if they need something really rigid for right. a component, um, so it's like oh, it's not like I've never heard of these before it's just not something i've ever consumed so yeah i know i for sure have seen them when they're like making gingerbread houses and they need like a roof on the gingerbread house because they can mold it mm-hmm. um which then your fingertips are burned off from the heat so then you can go commit the perfect crime go have a heist <laughs> yeah a heist a bake-off heist Ooh, that could be a that could fun. be a spin-off yeah <laughs> Look, don't put that in the podcast because we need to talk to our lawyers first. Before we start Bake Off. <laughs> before, before we try and sell it to. I feel like we, could get, we can get Noel on board for sure. Oh, we absolutely could get Noel. Noel Fielding, if you're listening to this, do we have the idea for you? So should we Let's talk see. about the uh, technical? Yeah. I, I was right. But apparently nice. um, Jammy I, Dodgers is trademarked. Must be. Must be. Yep. Jammy, bis- jammy Sandwich Biscuits. I don't remember who said it, but it was like, why would I make these when I can buy them? <laughs> it was Amanda because I, I paused it so I could write down verbatim. It was, um, who makes biscuits you can buy at the shop? <laughs> Like, it's so true. Like, I've never yeah. made Oreos. 
Don't that is ever true. plan to. <laughs> um, my family has a real um, loving relationship with Jammy Dodgers. When I was in Ireland, I, I famously attempted to eat every kind of cookie um, that was sold in the local shop. Um, I mean, not by myself or at once, like spread across four months, but um, Jammy Dodgers were a favorite. And then I, you know, when I was feeling homesick for Ireland, when I came home, found where I could buy jammy dodgers and bought a pack of jammy dodgers and the universal consensus among everyone who has ever tried them is that they're lovely because they are so um that's why I was excited to see jammy dodgers and to find out that they were actually happening yeah it was I thought it was a great challenge I did do yes a little research about jammy dodgers they were introduced in 1966 by Burton's Biscuit Company um, and they usually have a raspberry or strawberry filling. Do you remember seeing like apple or toffee or cherry or chocolate? No, I only remember strawberry and raspberry. The website had a really nice quote, which is the good old jammy dodger is a national treasure and a happy addition to any family biscuit tin, a national treasure. So I would say that I would say that's true. Yeah, it's the kind of quintessentially British where they have a jam, you know, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're shortbread. So they're like, they're crumbly, but they've got a c- kind of crisp texture to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're the kind of biscuit you'd have with tea, like, and they're For just sure. like, they've, they've got the cute little heart cut out. Yeah, they're very the adorable. So cute. Like... Yes, and, and they have the special embossing tool for them, which I'm like, where can I get one of those? I have made my own homemade jammy dodgers in the past. They were nowhere near as cute as the ones that that the bakers were making but the shortbread recipe they were using is not a, an actual like scottish shortbread kind of recipe yeah it seemed frustrating i know they're supposed to follow the recipe but i 100 percent would have been the baker who was like screw it and just added more flour to it <laughs> i shouldn't be surprised at how tricky of a recipe it was i just thought it was a really deceptively challenging challenge i think you're right i think it was deceptively difficult i also think i heard paul say that and paul and prue say that the weather was not on their side today Mm -hmm. um that it was a little warm which just seems to always be the way it is when there's something that either needs to not melt or that you need to chill they they all look delicious i would give them all i would eat all of them yeah and i I feel like that is is a sign of a good technical the differences are pretty minute that's the sign that it wasn't just like I have no friggin' clue what I'm doing right now. Like everyone was like, oh, I don't know what this. Yeah, I don't know. Let me cast my mind back to some challenges like that. I wrote in all caps, death match between Jurgen and Giuseppe. Yes, I was going to say the tension (laughs) is palpable. Not, I I don't think (laughs) Jurgen cares, but like Giuseppe, like if this goes on for another episode or two, like I think like Giuseppe may try to poison Jurgen. I don't want to say Jurgen's actually a robot, but I don't think he has the capacity for caring. I just think he's just like, this is the thing I'm doing. Ignore everyone around me. He seems like a nice guy. He's got that kind of like, he's got a nice accent, you know? Yeah, he's been, he's on the nice setting apparently of his programming, but. (laughs) On to the showstopper. Well, we all knew it was going to be something like this. It was going to have to be building something out of biscuits because it always apparently has to be like building something giant out of biscuits has it ever Um, not been like i feel like that just is and there's something comforting about that it's biscuit week they're going to have to do something architectural with 
cookie dough. Yeah. I wrote in all caps, why are we constantly revisiting childhood memories? Poor Jürgen grew up in Germany during post-war and uh, didn't have toys. (laughs) I think I'd be hard-pressed to pick out my favorite toy from childhood. You know what I think would have been my favorite toy would have been Lincoln Logs. (laughs) Then you could have just built a little cabin out of your Lincoln Log cookies and kind of chinked it together. I did love Lincoln Logs as a kid. I did. Yeah. I do like how creative people got. Christelle with her vanity set. I thought that was a really creative take on something you could replicate in biscuit form and make it look nice. I thought the games were really ingenious Mm -hmm. too. I really loved the idea of Jerzino's ship. I was really disappointed that he didn't Mm -hmm. pull it off because I thought it was so clever that it had biscuits in it. George's was extremely impressive. That was one of my favorite bakes of all time, George's airplane. And he had, he definitely had the like, oh gosh, has George shot himself in the foot when he couldn't make the motor work? Mm-hmm. And is George, is it hot mess George again? But he totally pulled it off. And it, like seeing Noel's face, watching that happen, Noel and Matt were just like two kids watching this happen. And it was, it was really like just kind of a, a beautiful moment of it actually working. And yeah. then made a biscuit that also tasted good, which is, you know, often it seems like the biscuits they use to build things, it's gingerbread and like, it's just an okay gingerbread. Yeah. Um, and I when you're going for structure over like taste. Yeah. That's my frustration with this challenge is because you know, you're co- it's coming every season and they're the people who build the most exquisite structure will get docked because mm-hmm. it didn't taste good because they ended up making you know, construction material instead of a cookie, which is what you have to do to be successful at it. And then the people like Amanda, who tried to make a delicious cookie, are just, right. it's not going, it's not going great. I mean, this is week right. two in a row of Amanda's showstopper absolutely disintegrating before yes. our eyes. <laughs> disappointing though because i'm like if she could make this work it would just be so much better than gingerbread after gingerbread after gingerbread chig's surprising um with his snooker table that was just so detailed and really beautiful well and so smart too like such a smart Mm -hmm. way to get around the moving part aspect right right so that it's not just going to be because i feel like and i would have done this too like it needs to all move and it's like Mm -hmm. no they said a moving part. One thing needs to move. Rashika made a really good um, pinball machine. That crew immediately broke, but it right. had moving parts. I don't think she got enough attention for that. Like that I she was made a pinball say, machine. I feel like Rashika consistently is flying under the radar. Um, I also wrote, Paul made Maggie cry, and this I do not forgive. Just don't make the, the poor retired midwife who's been baking for 50 years cry over a stupid biscuit challenge but she did have a she had a rough week she did yep um jerzino had a rougher week and had to go home he seemed like you might have been a little over his head at this point Mm -hmm. i think there are just some people who maybe the the stress of the the tent isn't you know isn't their cup of tea i was sad to see sad to see him go well next week is bread so that's exciting um notoriously a really um in- intense week paul famously quipped and he's been proven wrong now but 
that more often than not, the winner of Bread Week does make it to the top three. three. So yes. that will be interesting. Yeah, that is that, a, that is a trend. I'm always interested to see who's the bread, who's the bread baker of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe this will be Lizzie's moment to shine. We just don't who know. knows. Yeah, maybe she doesn't give a crap about biscuits, but she's absolutely in love with bread. And that's it for this week's episode of Style and Substance, a great British bake-off podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next week, I'm Ada. And I'm Betsy. And we'll catch you next week as we knead into bread week.